All right, coming to you from the heart of Amish country, it's Stay Tuned with Troy and Howie. Hey, I'm Howie, and the other host here is Troy. Troy, say hi. Hey, how you doing, Howie? Thanks for tuning in, folks. Yeah, thanks for tuning in, for sure. This is our first podcast, by the way, so bear with us, uh, as we are going to be having lots of learning to do here, and... uh, but we thought we'd kick it off with at least, um, you know, talking a little bit about ourselves and and let, letting you know uh, where we're from and uh, and all that other good stuff. So, Troy, why don't you give a little bit of background about yourself? Sure, I can do that. Uh, I'm Troy, and uh, I'll be turning 40 years old the end of June here. <laughs> so, <laughs> hitting a big benchmark in this quarantine era. Yeah. Um, and when, and when up- are you turning 40? June 26th. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I grew up in the uh, Jonestown at first uh, until about seventh grade. And then I moved to the Fredericksburg area. So I was a northern Lebanon Viking my entire life and um, lived in Lebanon after uh, graduated from high school. Moved up north. Uh, which would be uh, the Tower City, Williamstown area for about five years. Coal region. And the coal region, yep. And then just recently moved back to Lebanon last August. Um, so now I'm back here, and we plan on staying in this area now and until time doesn't allow us to anymore. <laughs> I hear that. I'll tell you what, what I find, uh, I think we have a lot in common. Uh, number one, we both went to the same high school. Uh, you're a little bit younger than me. In fact, I am uh, 46, so I've already hit the 40-year-old benchmark. So uh, you'll you'll start noticing your body aching a little bit more, and and you'll see uh, a lot of things starting to deteriorate, Troy. So uh, have fun with that. Uh, good times. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, we have we actually have a lot more in common than uh, than we even think. Uh, but yeah, we're we're both from Northern Lebanon, and actually we have a. Um, a background in radio. You and I both work at the radio station here in uh, Lebanon County, Pennsylvania. Uh, it was uh, it was called? I can say that now in past tense. <laughs> it was called WLBR, and uh, I forget what is it called now. Wilbur, the big the Wilbur. Big Wilbur, yes. So uh, it, things are changing a lot in Lebanon County. When the radio station, which hasn't changed since 1946 or whenever it was. Uh, you know, now, now they're, now they're finally changing and, uh, they have a different format there and even the FM side, I know it's called what frog, frog Valley, frog, frog Valley, 100.1, (laughs) the Valley's best country. Uh, when, when you and I worked there, it was soft rock, 100.1 WQIC. And now it's, and I, and I believe it was that way, uh, since the early nineties, probably. I believe you're right. I believe you're right. And yeah, uh, yeah so lots of change is happening, but, uh, but yeah, you and I both work there and uh, I know I learned uh, just today. In fact, that you, uh, you did a little bit of both uh, FM and AM. Uh, I also huh. did very little on the FM side, but I did do some uh, when, yep. when it came to like recording weather and such, but, uh, but you and I were both announcers, I guess. For yeah, believe you know, believe it or not, even though you know we went to the same high school, we just missed each other. Yep, and uh, that's how we actually got to know each other was from the radio station, and it's it's just interesting. Like I I was when I was hired, I was uh, doing the Sunday morning church programs, and it was supposed to be every other Sunday. Mm-hmm. And the uh, other girl that got hired part time to do the opposite Sundays that I was doing 
about two weeks into it, she decided she didn't want to do it anymore. So I started doing every Sunday morning. Oh, wow. And, um, you know, that turned into doing a couple, you know, nights during the week. And sometimes I'd come back in Sunday night, even after I did Sunday morning. Yes. And, you know, but I think if I remember correctly, were you were you originally hired for the Sunday night? Uh, you know what? I don't know that I had a particular day um, that they wanted me to work, but I worked. I felt like I worked like any time during the week. Uh, okay. And also Saturday nights, I seem to work a lot. Uh, 6 p.m. Okay. In fact, the hours back then, this was even before automation took place. Um, yep. I, I was working 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. Did, did you ever? Yep. Yeah. You remember those shifts? I do. Yeah. yeah. Those those were a lot of fun times. <laughs> yeah. Boring. Yeah. So we would go in there. We, we would go in there and, uh, I guess, announce the weather, um, play the um, play the different shows that were playing back then. Do you remember what shows were playing? Oh, Mike Gallagher. Yeah. Mike Gallagher, which is still I, Bruce Williams used to be playing. Oh, yeah. Bruce Williams was another one. Yep. Yeah. The guy with the real deep voice. I remember. Yep. Uh, He'd always end his show with that, uh, what, God bless the USA, I think. Yes. Because yes. that was right after 9-11. Yep. Yeah. In fact, I, I was there, um, I think it was, I want to say like two months after 9-11, November 9 of uh, 2001. Yep. And then, so, and then what, I was going to say, what year did you start? Was it in 01? I believe it was. Okay. I believe it was like April of 01. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I know you were there before me. Uh, in fact, uh, when I started, there were two Troys working there at WLBR. It was you and Troy Martin. Yeah, Troy Martin, who, by the I gra- way, I, I graduated with him. He was I knew him from high school all the way through. And um, he was also a Northern Lebanon yep. Viking. And he actually went on to work at uh, Fox 43 for a little bit. Yeah, he was uh, a side. I don't want to say a sideline reporter, but like on the scene reporter. Yeah, uh, for Fox yep. 43. And I always remember his dream was to work for ESPN. Yeah. And uh, I don't think, I don't even know that he's in TV anymore. He, he isn't. He is in real estate now. Is he really? Yes, okay. he is. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you still t- stay in touch with him? Um, through Facebook. Okay. Um, you know, not as obviously much as, uh, you know, when we were in school together and stuff like that, but just keep up through him through Facebook and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I was Did always... You- Always... And then there was a, there was another guy that worked at the radio station. It was a Northern Lebanon Viking. Did you know Sean Copenhaver? I did know Sean Copenhaver, and uh, I did not realize. I you know what? I knew he went to Northern Lebanon, but I don't remember him working there. He was in sales. Uh, oh, you know what? Isn't I believe he might still be there. He's not. He's also a real estate agent. <laughs> oh, is he really? <laughs> yeah. All right, so the thing to do is leave radio and become a real estate agent. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. I didn't realize he was. Uh... Yeah, he works for Howard Hanna. I don't know who Troy works for, but, yeah, Sean works for Howard Hanna, and he's been my personal real estate agent okay. for probably about three or four transactions now. So. Oh, wow. Yep. So you say and he's move a... around a lot, huh? Well... <laughs> When we bought, when my wife bought the house in Lebanon before we were married, and then um, when we bought our house up north, he helped us with that transaction. Gotcha. And then he helped us sell our Lebanon house. And then when we moved back to Lebanon, he helped us buy that house. So I guess it would have been three transactions he's helped us with now. Okay, I see. Yep. Wow, that's cool. So, uh, so how long did you work at WLBR? Let's see. It wasn't really that long. It, it was probably. 
it was probably about three to four years. Okay. Yeah, something like that. It wasn't too long. Um, But I, like I said, I started on the Sunday mornings, and then I would start filling in on the weeknights, and I got to know some of the people on the FM side, Mm -hmm. and and Steve and Mike asked if I'd be willing to run the boards when they were on their remotes and stuff like that, and I did that. And then I'd also come in and do some of their, when they had NASCAR races or Mm -hmm. Phillies games on the FM side, I would run those as well. Yeah. Now, so. you remember back in the day, we actually aired not only Phillies games, but we also aired 70, uh, Philadelphia 76ers games. Uh, yep. We also aired Philadelphia Eagles football. On the FM side. I believe so. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that was ever on the AM side. No, no. And then uh, I, and I guess today now, we, I think they still do Phillies baseball, and I think think they do Hershey Bears hockey at this point um, and they and I don't know if they still do or not but they also did Penn State oh that's right Penn State football and Penn State basketball that's yep. right so yeah so uh so I don't know how much has changed there other than the name but uh I know I know it's a uh, it's definitely an interesting format you know to see a picture of a frog face on the <laughs> on their, yeah I don't know how logo. they came up with that I don't hot. I didn't know this area was known for frogs, um, <laughs> so I don't know where they came up with that at. <laughs> right. Well, it is now. It is. Yeah. Now. So. It's the new Frog Valley. That's right. But yeah, so uh, so you worked there for about three or four years, and uh, yeah, it was somewhere in that range. Okay. Good deal. And so, you, uh, you you were there for quite a while. Now? I'm sorry. What was that? Oh, I was just going to say, what are you doing with yourself now? Um, well, now I work for uh, a communications company in the area, and okay. uh, I've been I've been doing that for roughly sixteen years. Oh wow! S- yeah, I think I was I was even. Let me see if I if I got this up correctly. I was even working part time at the radio station when I started this gig. So oh, okay. So yeah, I've been doing that for quite a while, and um, it's. You know, I get to see a lot of people and uh, in mm-hmm. and out of houses and well, not really now anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Quarantine has definitely put a uh, sting on our business a little bit, too. I can imagine. So so how are you then? How do you do things when when it comes to this? Are you currently working? Or are you currently off? No, I'm currently working, but we're just basically doing all the outside work and then gotcha. um, just letting, you know, any customers that we have, we'll, you know, talk them through some things and just drop the equipment off for them, let it do it themselves. Mm -hmm. Unless they're having absolute problems, then we will still go in the house and help them out. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. But we got to maintain our social distancing and have (laughs) our masks on. Yes. Here's a big question for you. Have you ever had, have you had to attend a zoom meeting yet? Uh, We use Microsoft teams for our meetings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay, well, um, we use that where I work as well, along with Zoom. Yeah, but so, yeah, we do that usually maybe every other week. We do one just to kind of keep in touch and if anything has changed, that mm-hmm. type of thing. Or if any protocols are different. Okay. <laughs> but nice. how long were you there, Howie? Uh, actually, uh, I left WLBR in, uh, I, I was officially done there January of 2020. Uh, wow! This year, so I was there for eighteen years. You had quite a run, a bit over a year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It was, uh, it was quite a run. I mean, the sad part is, from the day I started to the day it ended, nothing really changed there. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, 
I mean, things are kind of antiquated. And uh, I know people, when they think of, uh, you know, radio DJs or announcers, they always think of this glorified studio like they probably see on TV. Mm -hmm. Um, But as you know, uh, there's nothing really that glorifying about it. It's uh, you're you're in a you're in a small room and a microphone and, and a couple controls in front of you. And uh and that's pretty much it you know yeah now did you uh, get did you get the heads up that things were changing and that's why you left or no uh i did know things were changing in fact um in fact when it came time to the new ownership they they were requiring like us to fill out specific documents and such so i was going through the route of doing that because i really didn't have an intention a hundred percent intentions of leaving and then uh, as I started filling out documents and then you can kind of tell like things were kind of going in a direction where they really weren't too concerned about if I were going to have those documents filled out or not. And I was <laughs> like, I could kind of see the writing on the wall here, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and I was like, you know what? I always say I, I was saying for like the past several years there, I'm like, you know what? I, I don't really see any reason for me to continue working here. And I think this was kind of the boost that I needed. Gotcha. So I just kind of used that as uh, as that kick that I needed. And I decided to just kind of move on. And that's what I did. So, uh, but yeah, I was, uh, I was working in radio for 18 years. And uh, I mean, there, I met a lot of nice people there, you know, in fact, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I became, you know, pretty good friends with uh, Jimmy, uh, Jim McKay, who is the uh, morning show guy there uh, for yep. WLBR. And he kind of is a program manager, I guess is his title now. Okay. Uh, you know, in fact, who trained you? Do you remember? Uh, Dave Eisenhower. <laughs> Same here. Yep. Yeah. He trained me as well. I think he so. pretty much trained everybody coming in. Yeah, I believe so. But, uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it was, uh, uh, it was an interesting journey to say the least, you know, I got to, uh, I got to have fun. I got to announce some things. Uh, actually, you know what? It was kind of weird, but I actually enjoyed doing the election coverage there. Really? I did. Um, I, I never was do... there for any of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Gordon, Gordon would be at the Republican committee. Uh, Laura would be in the studio with me and, uh, and depending on who was working at the time, it was either like Dave Eisenhower would be at the uh, Democratic Committee and, mm-hmm. and or it would have been uh, I think it was um, Ray Millay. OK, he, uh, he would have it was either him or Dave, depending on who was working at the time. Right. And uh, so, yeah, so I always enjoyed it because then I would actually bring them on the air and they would talk about what was going on on scene and it was just kind of fun to follow along with the you know the election coverage and talk to different uh officials who were running at the time and hearing their story so um yeah so it was kind of i don't know why i enjoyed it but i did so i kind of like those high intensity type of uh, positions where i'm kind of like thrown into the fire to make things work Kind of like doing this podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. We're just kind of <laughs> winging it here and seeing what happens. But that's right. But this whole radio thing kind of leads us to how this podcast started, doesn't it? It sure does. And and why don't you tell that story? Because I remember, I don't even remember who instigated that story. Was it you or me? I don't know. I think we were just sitting around brainstorming and knowing yeah. we, we were big sports fans. And um, that's right. 
I, I think we just kind of said, hey, wouldn't it be fun if if management here let us have a little, you know, half hour or an hour show of a, of a sports talk here? And I, if yeah. I remember correctly, I think that's even what we – it was just some generic generic name like that, sports talk. And, <laughs> and, uh, I we, think it was. Yeah. And we just kind of pushed it to uh, Mr. Edder at the time. And unfortunately, you know, he wasn't willing to change his format to do that. And I get it, you know, just yep. taking a chance on, on two young guys that – really had no background on it you know <laughs> exactly but yeah we we had this idea you know almost 20 years ago about just uh-huh. trying to run a, a sports talk show yeah and, and you, go ahead i was just gonna say you know what was really funny about that is i remember i remember how we were talking about it and i remember i think it was you saying this we can even make it like the the howard stern of sports you know where we can be like a little aggressive i guess uh, yeah but obviously thinking about wlbr anybody who doesn't know that station is so conservative absolutely uh, and I, that that part never would have taken off but uh but yeah I, I could have seen us doing something pretty positive there but it just never just never panned out like we wanted to but yeah we were talking about doing that sports show and uh and talking about like different formats that we can do we can uh because i think I don't know if we even talked about this, but were we even going to talk about like the sports that were playing on the radio station at the time? I believe so. I think that was going to be, you know, even though none of us are really fans of the teams that were playing on those uh, on our stations at the time, it just it it made sense for us to kind of talk about that because that's mostly what people would understand because that's what was being played on that station. Yeah, but um, we always kind of looked at it as a way to promote you know, promote absolutely. the radio station and the sports that were on the radio station. Too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, so that's where we were with that. And then, you know, here 20 years later, <laughs> I get a Facebook message from Mr. White <laughs> and he says, Hey, do you remember when we wanted to do a radio show? And I say, I yeah. sure do. And you said, what about a oh. podcast? <laughs> Exactly. And I was like, you know what, why don't we do a podcast? And, uh, and it was funny because I saw, I think it was on Facebook. I saw this uh, ad to start your own podcast. So I started doing a little research on it. I'm like, you know what, I can, we can do this podcast for free. And uh, why don't we, why don't we look into this? So that's when I touched base with you. Cause I was like, you know what, this is something we can do and we can kind of realize what we, what we wanted to get started. And uh I mean, this podcast isn't going to be just solely about sports, but we'll definitely be talking about sports and other topics of the uh, moment uh, when that time comes. But, yeah, I thought it would be kind of fun to do that. And and, uh, and I felt like you and I vibed pretty well when we worked at the radio station together. So why not try this? And see yeah, what yeah, absolutely. Yeah, this, this definitely isn't just going to be about sports. We're going to talk about a bunch of different things, you know, maybe even some current events, that type of thing, news, mm-hmm. entertainment kind of whatever comes up to us in the conversation. Um, yeah. But, and uh, let's face it, sports sports isn't something we can talk too much about anyway. Yeah. The only thing really going on with sports right now is like uh, Korean baseball or something like that. <laughs> and I guess some UFC, right? Yeah, UFC. And, uh, oh, you know what? I'll tell you what. One of the topics that is kind of making – that is surfacing that I'm really interested in is uh, Mike Tyson making a comeback. Oh, I hear that. I don't know how true that is or what's really happening with that, but boy, wouldn't that be something? What is he, oh, fi- 53 or something, I think? 
you know what? I almost think he is 50. Yeah, I think he is 53. Yeah. I say that. Yeah. That'd be, uh, and, when was the last time he fought? Probably 15 years ago, 20 years ago? Uh, probably, probably approaching 15 years ago. Yeah. But so, oh my gosh, he's still a scary looking individual. Though. Absolutely. And, I, and all it would take, I would want to step in the ring. It only takes one punch from him too. And that's, that's the scary <laughs> thing, man. Yeah, that is really scary. I actually saw him, uh, he recorded his training session. I don't know if you saw that yet. I did. But, uh, I didn't, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. Okay. Yeah. You'll have to, if you get a chance to, uh, I don't I'm sure it's on YouTube, but yeah, check it out. And, uh, he's intense. I mean, he, he still got the quickness and, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely would not want to step in the ring with him. Absolutely I mean, not. I guess maybe for a million dollars, but you know, other than that, I'm not stepping in the ring. Yeah, I, I don't need my face rearranged. <laughs> no, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So there's not too many topics going on in sports. And uh, actually, speaking of sports, uh, you have kind of a interesting um, uh, fandom ship, I guess, of sports. Being here in Central Pennsylvania, you know, tell tell them what uh, teams that you're a big fan of. Well, I'm a big Buffalo sports fan, um, and I'll kind of explain this the best I can. <laughs> it kind of just happened by chance, honestly. As a kid growing up, I was actually a fan of the Giants, the New York Giants, uh, in football, and um, the year they played the Bills in the Super Bowl. It's actually the year I changed to a Buffalo fan, oddly enough. Mm. They, um, the, the game before the Super Bowl that year, the Bills had played the Los Angeles Raiders in the AFC Championship game. And that's when I first noticed the no-huddle offense. And it just really – I really enjoyed it as a kid. It just – it was exciting. It was up-tempo. Yeah. And it, there wasn't really a, a dull spot. You know what I mean? A lot of times as a kid, they – the you know, the team's going to the huddle and it kind of, you know, it's boring for a little bit and you don't watch it. Well, they weren't huddling. So it was, mm-hmm. it was very exciting to me as a kid. So I would follow the bills and I wasn't a huge fan at that point, but I would follow them. And um, then I found out that my mom went to high school with Frank Reich okay. and, you know, Frank Reich, a Cedar Crest grad and played at the university of Maryland and then was drafted by the bills, the backup quarterback, backup quarterback to Jim Kelly and, Famous for his uh, comeback in college. At the time, it was the highest, you know, the, the largest deficit comeback in college, which has now been surpassed. But he still has the record for the largest comeback in the NFL as well. And that, when I found out my mom went to school with him, that really, it was like, oh, you know what, this is my team. I'm going to follow him. <laughs> and then that led me to um, being a Sabres fan. Just a real short, easy story, but my cousin came over to my house and he was a big Flyers fan and he came over and wanted to watch the Flyers game. And they just happened to be playing the Buffalo Sabres that night. And I already liked the bills. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to root for the opposite team here. Cause that's fun to do, you know? Right. And right. it was easy for me to like, you know, the Sabres because I was already a bills fan. So huh, I just like both the teams from Buffalo. <laughs> so that's, <laughs> and you know what, there's a good chance that I was probably rooting for Buffalo in that game as well. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big flyer. In fact, I, I can't stand the flyers. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, <clears throat> wow. So, yeah, so I always found that interesting about you, that you being a, a Buffalo fan and that's kind of neat to hear that story. And as far as how you uh, link that up, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, I worked, uh, I was a, um, a director of alternative education in Allentown uh, school district. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, Andre Reed yep. went to that school. So, you know, so yep. there's a little bit of linkage there, too. Yep. He grew up in Allentown and then went to college at Kutztown. Yes, he did. And then played for Buffalo. Yes, he did. So, wow. Yeah. So you uh, so you have. An and if I'm actually story. not mistaken, I think Frank and Andre were actually drafted the same year. Were they really? I think so. Okay. And Frank Reich is uh, doing pretty good even today. You know, he's a coach. Coach of the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. Now, do you find yourself a Colts fan as a result? I root for the Colts, except for when they're playing Buffalo. But, yeah, I will <laughs> I will root for the Colts because of Frank. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, Frank Reich. Uh, and, and he seems like a genuinely good guy. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I met him one time. He got inducted into the uh, Central Pennsylvania Sports Hall of Fame. And I went and I talked to him a little bit just because um, I, I got tickets for the event. And when he was there, I uh, I talked to him for a little bit and told him who my mom was. And he he did remember her. Oh, and, cool. Yeah. So that was cool. Um, but, yeah, he, he really does seem like a great guy. He really does. Yeah, he does. And did he win? Did he win Coach of the Year or was he the runner-up? Oh, boy. I'm just curious. Cause I I'm know not sure. Between, and, if, and, if he, and I don't know if you know this, but he it was between him and uh, – Matt Nagy, another Central Pennsylvania um, grad, which is uh, what was his uh, Matt Nagy? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, I th- something tells me Matt Nagy won that. Actually, I almost think it was too. Now that you say that, but yeah, it was a uh, lot. Lots of uh, lots of good football talent comes from Pennsylvania. Absolutely. So you know, we can go down that list and probably do an hour show just on that yeah. alone. Yeah, that's something. Including Jim Kelly. Come to think of it, yeah. Closer to the Pittsburgh yeah. area, but still a Pennsylvania yeah. boy. Yeah. Yep, definitely. Which, hey, speaking of Pittsburgh, let's go into your background a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm, I'm definitely a, an all-Pittsburgh fan. And uh, I did live in Pittsburgh for a little bit, but, uh, but I have a lot of family from Pittsburgh area. And I did follow a lot of – originally, I started following the Pirates. I was a big Pirates fan. Um, in fact, when I played baseball, I was a catcher, and my favorite all-time Pirates player, I don't know if you even know this name, being as young as you are, Troy, uh, but Tony Pena. I, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah, Tony Pena was my all-time favorite player back in the day, and I, w- I always dreamed of being able to catch like Tony Pena. Did he? I know there's also other Penas. Didn't he have some children that played, too? He did. Yeah, he did. In fact, I think recently uh, he had a um, another Tony Payne. That's what I, I thought. Was, yep. Yeah, that played in uh, baseball, and uh, and being a being a huge Pirates fan, I always wore uh, in high school. My number was number twenty one, mm-hmm. uh, because that was Roberto Clemente's number. Okay. So I was a huge Clemente fan, although I didn't live during the time that he was around, but. Uh, but Clemente is a huge influence on Pittsburgh sports. Absolutely. And uh, I have a, I have an interesting story because I almost died from the Clemente family. Oh my gosh. And uh, <laughs> I was in Pittsburgh uh, on the, uh, uh, the day that they were doing groundbreaking for PNC park. So this was back in the uh, late nineties. And uh, we're walking down the street. In fact, they were going to be naming the bridge the uh, Roberto Clemente bridge. So we're actually walking across that bridge. And, and uh, in fact, it was my friend, Tim and I, we were just talking about Tim earlier uh, before we even started this podcast. Yes. 
And uh, he and I were walking across the bridge to kind of check out the entertainment that was going on because they had live singers throughout the uh, city. And uh, as we're walking down the street, this limousine comes just ripping around the corner. And I'm like just about crossing the street. And sure enough, I had to jump back because I almost got hit by the limousine. And the limousine kind of pulls off to the corner and then out gets uh, Vera Clemente, which is Roberto's wife, mm-hmm. and also his son, which is Roberto Jr. And, uh, and I forget one of his other kids as well, uh, got out of the car. And, uh, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I almost got killed by these guys, of <laughs> all people, you know. And uh, so it was kind of a, a weird story. But that was a, that was a neat night when they were doing the groundbreaking for the bridge because i got to shake hands with willie stargell uh and uh i don't know if you know this but the night before pnc park opened up uh he actually died oh wow yeah so it was kind of weird uh because we were in our hotel because we were actually at the opening day my wife and i uh for pnc park Mm -hmm. and uh the night before this huge storm came through and I remember it waking us up and, uh, and I remember looking at the time and then sure enough, when they announced that Willie Stargell had died, they said that he passed away at this time. It was the exact time that we woke up to the storm. Get out. Really, yeah. So it was kind of a weird connection there. Something you'll always remember. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And, and, and Willie Stargell was a really cool guy. He was pretty ill even then when we saw him, mm-hmm. but, uh, but he was a really nice guy. He was very down to earth and just kind of talked with everybody. And, uh, do you, do you go to any like uh Buffalo fest like at all? Not really any fests. Um, you know, I, I okay. do like to try to get to a game, um, at least, at least every other year, but, um, okay. But, um, where, I don't know if we were up last year. No, we weren't up last year. We were up the year before. So maybe we'll be able to hit a game this year if the quarantine lifts. I don't know. Yeah. Well, you know what, Troy? I believe Pittsburgh and Buffalo are playing this year in Pittsburgh. I'm not mistaken. No, it's, not it's, mistaken. it's in Buffalo. Oh, it, oh, that's right. In fact, it's in Buffalo in December. And it's a Sunday yeah. night game. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm not going to that game. That's going to be a little cold. Yeah, well, that's because <laughs> Buffalo and Pittsburgh played each other last year on Sunday night, too. Yeah. But uh, yeah. you guys weren't quite at full strength at that game. No, no, we had we had a pretty key missing ingredient in Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, you guys were going with the old duck duck quack Hodges. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I I kind of liked him. He was. Oh, I lo- kind of reminded me of. Uh, I don't know if you remember this guy uh, for Pittsburgh, but Bubby Brister. Absolutely, I remember him. Yeah, Duck Hodges reminded me of Bubby Brister. Bubby was all about hunting and everything, and uh and just duck just kind of reminded me of him a lot for some reason i actually liked him better as their quarterback than mason to be honest i did too i did too <clears throat> so but we'll see i mean i'm hoping i'm hoping for the best from them i know they're trying to get uh there's 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 been rumors that tj watt might be interested in playing for pittsburgh and uh or not TJ, jj but, uh, jj so all the brothers um, are together JJ on one side and TJ on the other side. And I don't know if you know this, but, uh, uh, Pittsburgh signed, uh, Derek, yeah. Watt, who is fullback, a, a fullback. Yeah. yeah. For Pittsburgh. So I think they're going to go in a direction where they're going to actually do a little more smash mouth than, than they've done in the previous kind of like during the Jerome Bettis days. I'm hoping. Yeah. 
Well, I always so. thought the interesting – the thing I always liked about Pittsburgh was how all of their franchises, whether it be, you know, the Pirates or the Steelers or even the Penguins, all have yep. the same color theme. I know. It's awesome. And I always liked that it's because awesome. as a fan, it wouldn't matter what you're wearing or what team you're representing. Your color theme is all the same. You know what I mean? I always thought yeah. that was awesome. Where I always felt awkward is I'm a Bills fan, red and blue. But then if I would wear <laughs> yep. the Sabres gear, it was blue and yellow. So it didn't really ever go together well. Or even back no. back in the um, the late 90s, early 2000s, the Sabres actually wore the, the black and red. And even then, it's, mm-hmm. it, it was always kind of just a little bit off. It never really matched right. But I always loved that about Pittsburgh, how they always had the same color theme for everything. That was really neat. Yeah. And what I like about that city, too, is uh, all sports teams in that city will actually kind of root for the other guy in the same city. And, and you'll see a lot of games, like Penguins games, for example. You'll always see uh, Mike Tomlin, the, the coach of the Steelers, mm-hmm. sitting in there watching a game or other players in there watching a game. Buffalo Buffalo's uh, very similar to that. A, Buffalo's that? very similar to that. They do that a lot too. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think I, I kind of find that really cool. Yeah, I think Buffalo and Pittsburgh are are very similar cities. I think Pittsburgh is probably a little bit bigger. I would think. I, maybe not. I don't know. But but their mm-hmm. mindsets are very similar as far as blue collar, you know, smash yep. mouth. Just just and their fans are very dedicated and they travel well. Both fans and it's. Yeah, they do. They do. It's fun to watch that. In fact, I was, I think it was a game in, uh, where was that now? I think it was in Oakland uh, at the time. I remember in the game, there were more Steeler fans than there were Oakland fans. And uh, it was just weird to see that. So, but I guess they're now Vegas. They are now Vegas. And I don't know if their stadium's complete. I don't know if it will be. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I didn't even think of that during this. Yeah. So. But yeah, um, so yeah, so uh, I'm a Pittsburgh fan. You're a Buffalo fan, so I'm sure when when sports kind of pops back up, we'll have a lot to talk yeah. about. I'm hoping football starts. Yeah, I think it'll start. I just don't know if it's going to be. I don't know how football is going to be without fans. That would be very odd. I know, I know, it would be very odd. They almost have to pump in fans through yeah. the speaker system or something i don't know i, just, I don't know how they're going to do it like if the coaches have to speak to each other and audibles at the line mm-hmm. and everything and it's just like i don't know it's just it's just not going to be the same it's it would no. be cool because you'll be able to hear stuff but in the same regard like there's probably gonna be a lot of hidden words and stuff too because the other team's going to hear what you're saying too you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it'll be it'll be just like the patriots all over <laughs> <laughs> Well, they'll, they'll, they'll definitely have an advantage then, won't they? Uh, yes, they will. <laughs> yes, they will. I know things are going to change uh, in a weird way uh, because uh, I was even looking at, like, Disney's opening up. I almost think they're opening up this weekend. Oh, wow. Or have opened up this weekend. Uh, or not Disney, Universal Studios. Wow, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah. But the thing is, you got to wear you got to wear your face mask. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, man, down in the south, where the sun's out can you imagine all the funny face or the the tan lines that are gonna oh happen? my goodness that'll be good <laughs> yeah because i know even the beaches are opening up but they're saying that you have to wear a face mask on the beach and i'm like who in their right mind is going to lay out and and uh wear a face mask well do you know like having to wear these face masks that we had to when it wasn't so hot out wasn't terrible but man can you imagine when it does start getting warmer out that's going to be 
really tough having to try to breathe through those things when it's so hot out and especially especially yeah. down south there where it gets so darn humid <laughs> i know we're gonna be uh hitting the 80 degree mark this week so it's gonna we're gonna feel it here yeah too. absolutely so, yeah because i and i know like in the field that i work i work in uh, mental health and uh i i don't see us changing this routine for a long time to come mm. so i'm hoping something happens where we don't have to worry about it but it's I don't like it. Yeah, I know. It's a bummer. I don't know if, if they're going to go the vaccine route or what's going to happen here, but hopefully they figure mm-hmm. something out. Yeah, me too. Me too. <clears throat> All right. Well, hey. Um, but yeah, this is so, so we're going to be talking about pretty much anything and everything on this podcast. And I am definitely looking forward to uh, doing this with you. In fact, just uh, you and I just talking about our background a little bit. Look at that. We put over a half hour. On. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, so. And that so, kind of leads, uh, hopefully... that leads me to one other thing here that I wanted to bring up actually is um, our, our artwork that we have on our page. Um, oh yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. That, um, that was actually my wife's cousin that did that. And his name is Jesus Perez. Uh, his alias is dirty baby. And uh, <laughs> he, he's a great guy. He's a great artist. Um, he did a wonderful job setting that logo up for us. And, um, if you guys have any like artwork or anything that you would like to get done, any type of graphics or anything, uh, please look him up on Facebook. Uh, he has, he has two Facebook pages. Um, he does signs and everything. And the, the sign page, if you have anything that you want to get posted on a sign is ace in the whole signs. And, um, if they have anything, any original artwork or anything that you're looking to get done. Or like I said, um, he, he even was into tattooing for a little while. Um, so I'm sure you could come up with nice designs for you and tattoos. Um, but you can also look him up at dirty baby original on Facebook. So please, please, if you have anything that you'd like to have done or even suggestions or whatever thing, please look him up. Uh, like I said, great guy, great artist. And, uh, I'm sure he would really appreciate, you know, at least checking his page out and giving it a like. <clears throat> yeah, because you kind of you kind of uh, requested him to do our logo, and he did that within a day. If I'm not, oh mistaken. my gosh, it was it was probably even less than that. If I'm not mistaken, like I, okay. I, I looked yeah, him so... up. Uh, let me see. I can look into it right now. It was right. uh, I sent him a message on at four o'clock, uh, May eighteenth. And by 10 o'clock on May 18th, he had a logo for us. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, yeah. yeah. And, and the logo, I, I'll be honest with you. I think it looks very professional. Oh, yeah. And I was impressed. As soon as you sent that to me, I'm like, perfect. Let's go. Yeah. With it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's fantastic. And uh, he does great work. He's done um, pictures and signs and stuff for our kids for our birthdays uh yeah just just a really great guy and like i said a really great artist he's he's an amazing artist yeah and he's based out of chicago he is he's you know not local to our area but that never stops him from getting us stuff if we need it so i was just gonna say because it doesn't matter i mean in today's day and age uh he can pretty much do anything from anywhere and send it yep he can send you the the picture or the proof or whatever of what you're looking at and if it's something you like He'll get it created for you, like whether it's putting it on a shirt or a sign or whatever, and he'll send it out to you. 
Yeah. In fact, why don't you, uh, you know, when you get a chance, you'll have to post his information on our. That's Facebook a good idea. Page. I will do that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. And then and that way, if anybody has an interest in checking them out, they can do that. Uh, and also, too, uh, on our Facebook page, I, I do have the site or it's a link. Basically, it's kind of, it looks like a website, but it's actually a, a place you can go and leave a voice. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So all people have to do is just click onto that site on our Facebook page and um and maybe I'll post it in a in a chat mm-hmm. as well where you know I'll send it out to everybody, but they can actually leave a voicemail and, and say whatever they want. They can talk about any topic and you know, maybe we can play it on our podcast and, and maybe discuss it and, and go from there. Yep. Um that that also leads me to we do have a, a Twitter page. I know not too many people use Twitter mm-hmm. in this area, but if you do want to follow us on Twitter, that'd be great. It's at stay tuned T N H and you can follow us there. And also there's an email address that you can if if you don't feel comfortable calling in and kind of having your voice or whatever being used, uh you can also send us an email. And that is uh if I'm trying to remember here off the top of my head, I think it's stay tuned. Yeah, here it is. I found it. It's stay tuned TNH at gmail.com. So if you want to send us an email, you can do that. If you go to our Facebook page, there's actually a spot where you can just click on the send email link and it'll go right to our email address. And we did actually have one person use that already. I don't know if he's a a friend or a follower of yours, but um, we did have somebody send us an email kind of excited about getting us uh, started here. His name was Wade, Charles Wade. Oh, yeah, yeah. okay. That's actually a cousin of mine from the Pittsburgh yep, area. Yep, yep. He sent us an email, and oh, he was excited, awesome. and I uh, was kind of hoping to know when our first episode would would be going here. So, if you're listening to us okay. now, it has dropped, and we are going. Yeah, it has dropped, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely uh, we're going to definitely try to get this out in about uh, either tomorrow or Tuesday. Just got to do a little bit of editing and all that fun stuff, and. Uh, you know, and I think we'll be good to go. But yeah, um, wow, that's cool to hear because uh, I haven't seen or talked to my cousin for quite a while. So uh, he actually goes by Tony. So hey, Tony, if you're listening. <clears throat> so very good. So cool. like I said, this was just our opening show here just to kind of give us a background where we're at, what we're going to do. And the next time you'll be listening to us, we'll probably have a little bit better of an idea, a little bit, you know, a little bit better <laughs> of a format. And, um, you know, hopefully a topic that we can kind of dig into a little bit. And if not, we'll just just shoot it like we are here. Yeah, we'll wing. Absolutely. (laughs) So I think our goal and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Troy, but our goal is uh, basically to try to do this. Absolutely. Yep. And if if more content uh, comes up and we need to to drop, you know, an emerge a pod, if you want to call it that, we will certainly do that (laughs) as well. You know, now we do, you know, we do have family lives and, and families. So it's, you know, sometimes things are going to get in the way. Um, I got right. a stepson that is 18 and uh, three little ones. I got a, let's see, 11, eight and five. Um, yeah. Ooh, yeah. So we're busy. Cool. And uh, my, my wife yeah. is, uh <laughs> She's a saint for what she does. I'll tell you that, especially especially during this quarantine. Not only is she playing the role of mom and wife, but now she's playing the role of teacher. So, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not easy times right now. Uh, but but I commend no. her for what she's doing. She's doing an excellent job. Awesome. Um, 
I think school should be ending soon. Absolutely, yeah. Guys, I think right? we got about maybe a week left or something like that. Yep. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so what, I, what do you have, two boys? I have two boys. One who is going to be 20 in oh July. Goodness. Yeah, he's, uh, he just finished his second year at Penn State. He's, uh, he's going to be going for uh, electrical mm-hmm. engineering. So, uh, so he's looking forward to that. And my youngest, who is 17, he just turned 17 in April. He is uh, um, going to be a senior next year in high school at mm-hmm. Northern Lebanon. And uh, he is hoping to get into uh, film uh, film and uh, like production type of work. Now, one, of, one of your boys is in a band, correct? Uh, my, my oldest, uh, he was in band. Well, yeah, actually my youngest is in high school band, but didn't want uh, but the, but the oldest, yeah, the oldest, uh, he did play guitar. In fact, he was playing guitar since he was like yeah. three years old. Yeah. Cause I remember they had yeah. a couple shows that, uh, you would post on Facebook every once in a while. Yep. Yeah. He's not, he's not into that uh, okay. anymore as much. He, he's more into just playing gotcha. it for fun here and there. But, uh, but yeah, he still enjoys it. He still enjoys the music and he had a good experience growing up with, uh, being, he was on a, at a young age, he was in a, uh, an all acoustic guitar oh, orchestra. Wow. That's the, I, I've never even heard of it. Yeah. That. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't either until he joined it, but, but, uh, he was able to join it and, uh, and he had a lot of fun with that because he would go to different places and play for, you know, a crowd and, and that was Absolutely. fun to him. Yeah, in fact, he got to play at the uh, Harrisburg nice. Farm, which was a uh, really, really neat uh, stage or venue to play at because a lot of the uh, big names have played there. And and he was always – he was happy to be there. In fact, they were – I think they were playing there shortly after Bon Jovi played there. And he got to, he got to uh, set up his guitar, I guess, where they <laughs> were set up. And he, he was ecstatic about that. I'm sure. So, yeah, most definitely. So, yeah, we uh, we're busy, too, like you said, you know, so it's not something we can do every single day, obviously, because we do have a life outside of this and uh, it includes a full time yep. job <laughs> uh, and uh, and obviously other things. Going but with that being too. said, like, um, you know, we did drop the Twitter and obviously you can like us on Facebook and we told you about the email. And, and the voicemail link on the Facebook. But if there's anything that you'd like us to touch or something that really comes to your mind that you'd like us to dig into a little bit, surely get a hold of us somehow on one of the platforms. And, and it's definitely something mm-hmm. we can look into for you. Yeah, I was going to say, drop an idea too. You know, let us know, hey, um, you know, we have this function going on or that function. If you want us to play it, maybe, you know, we'll, we'll consider that. And also... You know, if there's if there's an interview out there that you there's a topic that you want to talk about, you know, maybe we can talk about it and we'll bring you on to this chat. Yeah, absolutely. Time. You know, we can we can definitely talk to uh, people that might want to come on um, that might have, um, you know, even um, a nonprofit organization or something they'd like to push. Um, we can certainly look into stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, we're, we are really hoping yeah. to get into some interviews with some more famous people. That's down the road. We're hoping that'll happen. Um, yep. We have some, we, do. we have some, and, you know, we'd like to try to keep it to, you know, some of the local stars at this point, but that doesn't mean that, uh, as we keep going here and, and things further progress into our podcast that we won't, you know, start touching base with some people outside the area as well. 
So, yep. Most definitely. But um, I think this is probably a good spot for us to, to cut this off here. We don't want to go too long. We don't want to, you know, overwhelm everybody with having these super long podcasts. Um, we want it to be something easy to listen to. It doesn't take up too much of your time. And, you know, just something to, you know, keep you informed and entertained because that's what we want to do. Exactly. And, you know, our goal is to one day have you guys only listen to us and listen to us. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but yeah, I think this is a good time to kind of end it here. And uh, so with that being said, Troy, uh, it was awesome talking to you today. And I felt like this is a a pretty good start to uh, hopefully a a long line of many. I agree. This was this was a lot of fun. And, you know, um, we'll see where it goes from here. And like, like you said, we are hoping to drop one of these at least uh, once a week. And, you know, please stay tuned.